going on, guys? Welcome to the Essential Scares Podcast, the only show that dares to ask the question, is it essential? I am your host, Corbin, and with me today, as always, is Alan. Good evening. And, of course, Bobby. Since Sweeney Todd. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have got quite a show for you today. We are going to be discussing the uh, film that Hot Topic designed themselves, the Willy Wonka sequel, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. But before we get into it, Bobby has a spoiler warning. I do. This will serve as your first one and only spoiler warning for the musical Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. If you do not want this movie spoiled for you, or if you don't want similar but longer written jokes than the one you just heard from Corbin, then skip to the time code ahead for our essential spoiler-free discussion. <clears throat> the year is 2007. You audition for your school's musical, and you get put in the bass section. You're crestfallen. All of your favorite singers, your Tom DeLonge, your Patrick Stumps, your Brendan Urey's, your emo singer, who we're going to pretend we don't know the name of, but let's be honest, we all know who I'm talking about when I say that. They're all tenors. What is a boy to do? You'll never be a cool emo boy like them. You'll never get a goth baddie. But what's that? In the distance. Sweeney Todd, a musical for scene kids who can't sing high. Alan. Bobby, you just, you have this way with words that is, is so admirable. So just, just, uh. it, literally hats off to you. Um, oh, so our tale starts with um, Mr. Todd, Benjamin Barker, uh, coming back to London uh, after being exiled for like a decade, se- seven, 17 years or so, I don't know, a while. Um, and he is effectively coming back to get revenge on a judge who just wanted his, the judge wanted Todd's wife and took him out of the picture. And, uh, we, we start our tale with a man bent on revenge who goes on a bloody massacre in the most literal sense. Yeah. 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 So one thing I wanted to say right out the gate, the thing I actually, I want to get something I absolutely love about this film, just out there in the open. Remember yeah. last time we talked, how we said, we wish that uh, Little Shop you would wish. have done more. <laughs> Whatever. This movie said, hey, uh, do you like throat slits? Because we like throat slits. And they just go to town with them. So this is one of those things where, I think it's a good example of a movie medium using what a movie medium is to just go into that whole hog. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. Like, I thought of that last time when we talked about that even, because, like, when I brought it up, I remembered, oh, there this sequence is in Sweeney Todd. Yep. And then when we were watching it again, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I really do like this sequence. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little bit... it's very over the top but the whole movie kind of is the way that they treat you know the 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 blood i won't even say gore there really isn't any actual gore it's just a lot of blood um and i agree i mean i kill i mean that's borderline gory borderline not really it's like it's like pg-13 and then there's a bunch of 
throat blood. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, how could I not? I, I asked for it last time. So. <laughs> this movie was like, here you go, sir. I yeah. hope you enjoy. Bobby, you Bobby don't seem to feels agree. differently, I think. Yeah. It's really interesting that you guys wanted a, 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 a musical that gave you more. Yeah. And, um, all this does is it takes a really great musical and it mm-hmm. takes a bunch of shit out of it. Like that, like there's nothing that you, if you would go to any production right now, you would see everything you saw and more in a stage show mm-hmm. version of this, right? You wouldn't see anything different. Like you might've seen it. Let's say, I don't know, a little shop of horrors, maybe, you know, something like that. Right. You're not going <laughs> to say one out of that. Yeah, out, yeah. out of thin air. Out, out of thin air. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're not going to see anything n- different in the in the movie version than you're going to see in the musical version. It's the same thing, right? Like even that sequence, even th- there is a sequence in 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 the musical where like it is a essentially a montage of 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 of, of Sweeney Todd killing people, and it's just like it's a song, and part of the song is people come up, they sit down, he slits their throats, does the thing with the thing, it falls down, and he goes to the next guy, and this just happens throughout the song. It's awesome. So it's a, it's, I think it's the same song that they do in the movie, but, um, I, I hope so. Yeah. But it's, it's, <laughs> but sense. like, but like you see it, it's live and it's fun. It's, 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 it, and that's not to say that like the gore isn't fun. The gore is really cool. Right. It's, it's, it's definitely way cooler than flinging a red ribbon like we right. would do on a stage show, but like it isn't doing more. It's doing mm-hmm. the same. Like that mm-hmm. I like I, I don't disagree that the gore is cool, but it is doing the same thing that the musical does. Like it, it like every other version of the show. It's not it's not adding anything except for the fact that you can have practical effects um in that instance. Yeah. But I think that is adding what makes a movie a movie. Because you have that ability to to go that full extra mile and just show everything as opposed to audience has to fill in gap of this is blood. (laughs) Instead of that, I can see this is blood everywhere. Like, you know, sometimes I want something simple that I can just watch and not have to think too much about. And I got that cave brain. Look, (laughs) I, I fully admit there, there are movies that just work for me in that way. And honestly, Sweeney Todd kind of does that perfectly. So before we get uh, too deep into it, because we kind of jumped right into it, like, have you guys all seen this before? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. How long has it been? Do you think? Last time the what are you asking? Live like the last or... since the last time you no no, no the movie since uh, the last time you saw the movie. I want to say college was the last time. I okay. Saw it. Same yeah. for I me. I think I watched. I think in college this was as well. the second movie I ever watched with my then girlfriend, eventually wife. First movie oh, was V for Vendetta. I love that movie. Very era appropriate. Yeah, a lot of movies with muted color palettes and bright reds. I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I gotta say, a pe- even though I knew it wasn't actually possible, I almost hoped that you would that you were just gonna stop yeah. that sentence at this is the second movie I ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> the first movie was Batman Forever. This is the second yeah. movie I ever watched. Okay. No joke. Batman Can you Forever imagine is... if those are just the first two movies you ever saw? <laughs> that actually is probably pretty close to one of the first movies I ever saw. No joke. But that's not the No. Oh, absolutely. We were like five by the time Batman yeah. Forever came out. Like, you were watching one of movie... the first movies. Yeah. You'd probably seen dozens of movies before then, dude. Nah. Come on. 
<laughs> You've at least seen two Disney musicals by that point. <laughs> at That's minimum. Actually very true. And, and you'd surely seen Star Wars by then. That's probably true. See? <laughs> One of the first 20. Okay. <laughs> well, I okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was one of the first 20. <laughs> um, but, but yes. But you, the re- yes. the re- yeah, so the reason I ask is because so I I seen this uh when did we say it came out? 2007. 2007. Yep. Yeah. Um I had seen this several times beforehand and then the last time I saw it was maybe sophomore year of college like uh so it's been whatever 8 years. And I remember this movie having quite a following. I mean, sure. everything, you know, that he did at that time did, right? Uh, I kind of had this, like, following in the scene, you know, Johnny Depp and all all of his surrounding members of the arts. And I never remembered really liking it that much. Like, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like, oh my god, yes, yeah, Sweeney Todd. And when I watched it this time... I actually really, really liked it. And I don't know what has changed for me since then, because I think, logically speaking, I probably should have liked it more compared to now. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's kind of my thought. <laughs> but um, this was probably the time I enjoyed it the most out of all. I've probably seen it like eight times. I don't know. I think I, 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 I think I had the the obvious and honest and probably the mo- the most normal responses. I didn't like it as much this time around. Uh, right. We're, we're like, I didn't hate this movie <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. I liked this movie, and yeah. um, I, I did. It, it was fun. I enjoyed myself, but like, I don't think that um, I don't know. There, 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 there is some now that I've seen it and I've seen Sweeney Todd be played different ways. I've seen people try to rip off Johnny Depp. I've seen people play it more angrily. I've seen people play it a little bit more sad. Like, like I, I have a lot more, um, and even like, and then just like all of them, like just the way people do different versions of like, um, like Joanna, uh, Joanna is like this amazingly complex character that gets reduced to nothing in this um which is really dumb because like joanna's like whole shtick is like is like i mean green finch and lindenberg right like green like that's like all about like her being like i want to be free from people right and Mm -hmm. like anthony just at, at some point just becomes a means to get her free from men like just becoming free be making herself being not a caged bird anymore but like flying like and like she gets reduced to nothing in this show and like after seeing some of these characters who are complex get reduced to hey let's get my wife and my best friend the two roles i like the most and then we'll just dedicate the entire show to that 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 is kind of where I lose it a little bit because Sweeney Todd's fun. Yeah. This love, it's fun, but they're not like it. Joanne is the real character you end up rooting for, and this she's almost like an object for Anthony to follow. Does like, it, this can be an? Have you seen Les Mis? Yes, I've seen Les Mis. Who are you, who are you asking? Oh, like yeah. Bobby. Is it yeah, kind of like how yeah. Eponine in the movie is? nothing basically yes. but in the stage show she's yes very like, epony dying epony dying is, is is the saddest goddamn thing when you yeah when you're when you're sending six hours watching lame is yeah. yeah exactly yep. okay that yeah. that helps me a lot to make that connection because i okay. have much more of a yeah. 
I've seen Les like, Mis. And like, like Joanna takes an active stance in some of the showings that I've seen where, like, when she's escaping, Anthony can't pull the trigger with the gun. And so Joanna takes it and shoots it. Like, it's like there's this whole desperate thing. But instead, Anthony's like, oh, I will leave you to your little girls. And he's just like, it, like, and she's just like, ah, like, she's not a damsel in distress, even though she mm-hmm. can be in some, like, interpretation. She's she much is, more. She is, but she she's, isn't kind of she's a thing. So, she's so much more complicated than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. And so is Anthony, for what it's worth. Like, Anthony is just, like, this, like, like, it, it's a little bit closer where, like, he plays this kind of, like, but he's the foil to Sweeney Todd of, like, there is still good left in the world. And it might be the next generation and, like, maybe your generation is going to shit, but mine can still change. It's, like, it's, like, the, it's the, um, the hope of youth versus the cynicism of old age is, like, their relationship of, like, and you don't quite get that in this because you're you're too busy with Sweeney Todd's mission. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and and Miss Lovett being Miss Lovett and you know and like their their story which you know it's not a it's not a bad story. I like it, but like it's it's you know where stuff gets when missing. You, when, exactly. When you have the freedom of a movie but you have time constraints of a movie. It's 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 an unfortunate choice and what what sucks too is it's like again you fast forward just a couple of years and i mean it's not to say there wasn't like three hour long movies that were existing yeah. in 2007 but i don't know that there was a musical that was in sh- in theaters that was two and a half to three hours yeah late lame is like, broke that ground really yes like, and yeah. it, you know for better or for worse, cough, 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 Russell Crowe is there. I will never, never stop being mad about that. <laughs> That's fine. I get it. I mean, even though, like, since... It's not like we've been getting other musical epics since then. Like, yeah. we got one. We yeah. got Les Mis. And so it's also well, not also to say Les, that Les Rob is, is like, like... Yeah, it's the one, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, like, I guess... every, every musical adaptation, like, they all lose things. I mean, I, th- I think... I don't know. I I have never seen Sweeney Todd, right? I've seen the movie version of Sweeney Todd, and I've seen the episode of The Office where they go and see Andy play in Sweeney Todd, and that is my experience with Sweeney Todd. I've yep. I've never even listened to like the, like a cast recording of like the whole soundtrack. So like, are there songs missing? Of course, there's always songs missing, but I don't know what they are except for the overture at the tale of Sweeney Todd, which again I only know because it's in that episode of The Office. So like. <laughs> I think that it's fair, you know, to to look at at those things, especially anytime that something is an adaptation. I think that it's especially good to think about, like Bobby, you mentioned, like character adjustments. Um, anytime that you are cutting, you know, fifty percent, let's say, of your source material, you know, something's gonna give. Um, and there are musicals that I've seen in in multiple renditions. I mean, one. The big one for me is is Phantom, which is my favorite musical oh, ever. Yeah. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, which I've seen many times. The movie, yeah, the stage Phantom's play, all sorts of different that versions. Out. It's <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Makes you like things a little bit less, huh? <laughs> some things are a little different. Some things are a little different. <laughs> um. So I get I get that, but like also as somebody who's only seen the movie, like the things that you've then pointed out, like I didn't think that at all like i just that was just like whatever like joanna is a non-character yes but for me 
it almost like didn't matter because this movie's not about her, you know. And yeah, but the show the, kind of is. That's the thing, right? But I, but I am saying that like, for better or for worse, they made the conscious decision for the movie to not be about her. No, and maybe I, that changes, you know, the point of yeah. of the movie versus the point of the show. Um, like you've already mentioned several things. It's like I never would have probably gotten these angles out of just the movie because these well, are like. I guess. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So a question to ask you then, Bobby. Yeah. Does the oh. show end <laughs> as darkly as the movie does? Because like, of all the minus the original ending of Little Shop, where basically the world ends, uh, this is a pretty dark ending to a show. <laughs> like, well, I, so... I can't help but feel like with what Bobby said, the ending is naturally not as dark on stage because yeah. Sweeney Todd is not actually the main character. That's what right? I'm so, 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 so like so yeah. like Sweeney Todd is still the focal point. But don't get sure. it okay. don't don't get it twisted. Like it's still like Sweeney generally Todd, following right. Yeah, right. It's still but like Yes and no, right? Because you like, yeah, it goes. There's like a happy soaring to offset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's like, like Joanna's free. Like, like, so there is like some like it. It's any like if you've ever seen a state show, it's never as. It's that's the beauty of like, and again, Sages is a different medium. It does not have to be hyper personalized because you have, instead of having this like everything's a tight shot different people are going to focus on different things in a stage show Mm -hmm. so if i'm focusing on anthony like i was and will because that's just the type of person i have i'm gonna feel a little bit better i'm gonna feel like he saved the person he showed he showed mr todd that you there is still good in the world and even even if it's just him joanna you're gonna feel good even though she's traumatized right that that line of like like the dream, the the nightmares don't go away. They 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 stay with you. But she's free now, right? Like, but if you're right. focusing on Sweeney Todd, hell yeah, it's super dark. It's a super dark ending because like he kills his wife, and it's like a tragedy, right? But it but but like it's the same thing of like if you've watched Macbeth, right? If you're focusing on Macbeth, it's really sad. If you're focusing on Macduff, it's the it's the the good guy wins and the bad guy loses, right? Like it's. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. like there, that's, a good, a, that's a good comparison. I like that actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it, like it. There's a certain focus that mm-hmm. that like that you that is almost necessary for for a movie, but also like in this instance for me, despite me really liking it because it may, it forced me it to like fo- follow a perspective that I originally liked the show for when I saw it in when I saw it live on stage, I felt a different way about it i found myself gravitating to other characters but like coming back into it it's really interesting to really hyper focus on Sweeney todd's character but it feels this i sound like such a pretentious asshole but like it's it, it seems so like like ignorant like there there the, 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 like there's like there's like a there's like a perspective but like it's it's so focused that it seems like um like simplified and for some reason, I like this show a lot. I like the musical a lot. I, I I have gotten a lot out of this this show and its music. And like Anthony's a character, I would love to play on stage one day. But like there is a, I, I'm probably aging out of it at this point. Become considering I'm almost thirty. But uh, you know, it probably will never Sorry, happen. Sorry, boy, but, you're, yeah. you're all Sweeney now. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I can sing that low, but um, <laughs> but there is a certain level of. Um, yeah, there's just a certain level of just 
something's missing here yeah. now that I'd like. And again, it, it, it's not fair exactly, right? Because it's like the same thing as like the book's always going to be better than the movie. It always is because you get more context, you get more out of it. And and yeah. the same thing, the show is always going to be better than the movie. It always is. It yeah, always will I mean, be. Yeah. But, um, and I, I, I think it's my personal taste of the characters that got left on the cutting room floor yeah. that I think kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Sure. I had, I don't know if interesting experience is the way to phrase it, but I remember watching this when I was much younger and being embarrassed to like this wasn't exactly the best way to phrase it, but I definitely was like, I was a lot more self-conscious about the things I liked when I was younger. I just was. That's um, true. And watching this now, like I specifically remember always like, feeling weird loving the scene of him like finally my arm is back like i always when i was a kid i was always like i love this scene but i like i feel weird liking this scene i couldn't put a finger on it now i just really don't overly care um because if i like something cool like i don't i don't need to care about other opinions um so that kind of like made me enjoy this movie even more than i think i did back then because it's like that lack now you of, now you're allowed to just like it yeah it's yeah. <laughs> well i allowed myself to just be like right, alan yeah. you enjoy this have fun king go off like that's so weird that you felt self-conscious about this musical oh all of it them. wasn't just this it, but it was this yeah. aesthetic <laughs> like this kind of aesthetic like the aesthetic that i was a part of i always felt a little weird about it's it's dumb i understand that's that. why I remember when we were we were just talking about this on sunday or well friday when we did the raid um and you were like what kind of you bobby you asked alan what kind of scene kid were you and yeah. alan was like well <laughs> like this is exactly <laughs> oh that's like, right because yeah exactly we're talking that. about lot of skews, such small hands yeah. that's right okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I... this is this exact scenario is like uh because of that that feeling How that you well you know? like 16 like, eh, 14 to like 18 year old alan well yeah that's basically it. <laughs> For me, it was never a phase, so I always yeah. felt good about it. I'm like, I just, this is cool. Like, like there were other musicals, especially, like, the bright and sunny ones that I was like, no one will ever, uh, like, listening to Sound of Music or, like, watching Sound is like, no one will ever know I like this. No one can ever know I like this. But, like, but like Sweetie Todd is like, yeah, I like Sweetie Todd. That shit's dope. Like, you're allowed to like Sweetie Todd. Yeah. <laughs> I said it at the front. Yeah. They sold Sweeney Todd merch at Hot Topic. You're allowed yeah, to like uh, exa- Exactly. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> there were two musicals you were allowed to like. Phantom of the Opera and Sweeney Todd. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Anything outside of that? Stupid. Hey, speaking of, right, uh, the dude yeah. from Repo, the Repo Man from Repo the Jedi Opera had a, had a cameo on this. Did you notice? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was uh, the guy who plays. He's also Giles in uh, in yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He he's the first person who asks before the Beatle asks about Sweeney Todd. Like, where can I go get a shave from you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't even catch uh, that. I, I did, that that <laughs> dude. That dude has to be a stage actor primarily. Like at this point, surely, like, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speaking of that scene, I mean, that's one of that's kind of like todd's like coming yeah. of age scene wait, wait to, so, to, yeah so let's 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 get up to there let's really set quickly. the stage let's, yeah so we we start this out with uh yes uh we start this out 
kind of learning Sweeney Todd's backstory. He comes back from London. We find out that he was adrift at sea and a young sailor named Anthony came and saved him and they become friends on their trip back to London. Returning back to uh, Sweeney Todd's old house where he used to go by the name Benjamin Barker, we find out through Miss Lovett, who is um, the primary love interest and a secondary antagonist, I think would probably be the best way of describing it, um, that Sweeney Todd or Benjamin Barker's ex uh, old wife was um, raped and and then tried to commit suicide. I say tried because it is important later on. And Sweeney Todd goes back and discovers that he has a plot to revenge to kill everybody who wronged him, who falsely imprisoned him. To do that, he he must get the Beetle, who is played by the guy who played uh, da, 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 Wormtail. Wormtail. Peter Pettigrew. Wormtail. Yeah, Peter Pettigrew Wormtail, uh, whose name escapes me, and Alan Rickman, you know, of Snape fame, um, who who was the who was the 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 titular rapist and also a judge in London, who also just so happens to have um, uh, Joanna Sweeney Todd's daughter. And uh, and also the love interest of said Anthony, who which that entire story gets kind of thrown under the bus for the sake of more Sweeney Todd action. But that's fine. I I honestly like when I was watching it this time, uh, when he then goes to like rescue Joanna, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that this had to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really important plot point for them to completely gloss over a lot. Uh I also forgot how long it took us to get from the beginning of the film to the killing starting. Like in my it, head, it's not that long. It will, but in my head, that that distance is very short. But like watching, I'm like, huh? They do. If you have kill to people any sooner, you quickly. you wouldn't have any reason to. No, I get it. Root for Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it just it it getting from as what Bobby has explained to what we're about to get into. Like it just. It felt longer this time compared it's to like, my. It's memory. only a half an hour into the movie, I think. I'm not saying it's yeah. too long. I'm just saying for a two-hour movie. In my <laughs> mind, I thought it was going to happen a lot quicker, just from memory. So, but so Sweeney Todd is trying to get them involved, and so he goes to the town square, and then we we run into a snake oil salesman, who yeah. is trying to sell what seems to be literal human piss combined with ink to uh as a tonic water to stimulate hair growth alan take it away so we have uh this this kid uh who who is uh is it implied that he's like i don't know if a slave kind of like a child yes. slave to this guy yes. okay i thought so yeah. it, it was very that it's it's definitely very uh yeah not no good. To- toby toby was toby as as we learned his name is was taken by um well because he was in like the child labor mine adolfo pirelli no he 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 was taken from a a workhouse in an orphanage to uh by uh by adolfo pirelli an italian barber and uh a snake oil salesman yeah Mm -hmm. and uh todd then challenges him played by sasha baron cohen because he can only play these kinds of roles in these kinds of musicals it seems um I don't hate it, honestly. I think he's very good. He gets typecast. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. He yeah, gets typecast like... in those specific roles, and honestly, I'm fine with it. Um, he's very. And they good. have a, a barber off, and it's wonderful. Like it's it's really, 
it it's it's very showy, and I also think it sets the tone of the kind of person Todd is. It it, it more codifies who he is: methodical, slow, and just you know takes his dear sweet time, makes sure the razors are incredibly sharp, and then shaves the dude in four seconds flat, or even less than that. It's it's hilarious how <laughs> quick it's done, and of course he wins this contest. Um, I just I think what's good about that is that then contrasts the pure violence that we get just a few short minutes later. You see this methodical, slow, like... A barber inherently uh, has you by the neck, literally. And I think that that's kind of where I think the horror factor of this movie actually like comes into play. The idea of mm-hmm. you're just sitting there, and at any time, it can all be over because this razor is incredibly sharp, and I can do it without anything like there's I'll, nothing you can do at this point to that point can i say something that i Absolutely. that is something that inherently comes from this musical for me i do not allow other people to fuck with my beard uh, i do <laughs> not allow other people to shit like 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 i'll have i'll have like my my the person who cuts my hair my my barber they'll be like you want me to do anything with that beard and I'll, my response immediately instinctively is like no i got it like <laughs> <laughs> no it's That's fine so, that's so strange to me. So have you you've never went to the barber and gotten your beard done? Nope. I, I do it myself every time. I've Dude, learned I've learned how to do it. I've learned how to do it. Corbin's nicely. the prime okay. example of the, yeah. the trusting guy. No, absolutely not. I will never allow that. They could kill me. Like that like I, I yeah, you do they it. Could, okay, but they could kill you doing your doing your hair. Like they, they could kill you whenever they want. They could. They could. <laughs> I, but I trust them with my hair and I need somebody because I can't do my I, yeah. I figured out how to do my beard correctly. I know how to do my beard. Yeah, I can do my own and I do do it sometimes. Yeah. It's so much better when they No, I I, I, I uh, do my own maintenance <laughs> on my own beard every time. This sure. is As someone with the this thickest is beard of the, yeah. of the cast, sure. I, I get mine I, trimmed yeah. daily by a uh, barber. <laughs> this the, I, this, yeah, the okay. idea of somebody taking a straight razor to me comes specifically from this, and I will never allow it to happen. That is wild. But, I mean, that's, that's interesting to me because, you know, a lot of times some of the best horror is stuff that you could imagine actually happening, right? Because it draws like the straight line from whatever fantasy you're watching to something that you're watching in real life. I think that's part of the reason why like Final Destination is so effective. For sure. Because a lot of those scenarios, you're like, oh, this could happen to me whenever I, you know, I mean, that log could just fall off and impale me at any time, right? Everybody has probably thought that at least once a time that they're behind a log truck. I think every single time I'm behind a log truck. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So yeah, like, I mean, I think that that's I think that that is a, a genuine so- source of horror. I was going to agree with Alan that it was a genuine source, theoretically. Uh, and it turns out that Bobby is out here just actually <laughs> being afraid of this possibility. <laughs> Listen, man. That the, his barber could just be the demon barber of Tinley and he's going to slice him up. The, like... <laughs> the beauty is, the beauty is, is like my barber and, and the person that like recently, obviously, if you've watched the video, you guys can see that I, I, I did something different with my hair. Um, yeah. And that's somebody who I, I had I had gotten my hair cut with for many, many years. And I'm probably, you know, I go back to him yeah. because, you know, he's a friend. He's a family friend. I, for, if Roberto listens to the podcast, love you, buddy. Sincerely do. Uh, but, uh, like, I trust him implicitly with most things. I have told him deep secrets because that's what you do when you're in the chair with somebody. 
I will not have him touch my beard. There is, there is a. He's been, he, he's listening to the show. He's been wondering for years. Yeah. Why doesn't Bobby's Bobby ever let me beard. trim his beard? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he's like sitting there, this, like I could do this, so many good this things. Beautiful, with his beard. No, no, no. He is like, listen. Roberto is a. He has a beautiful, beautiful old gay Cuban man who I trust implicitly with so much. And I, and if you, he he's never asked. The fuck out he's of he's never asked. He's never asked. Other barbers have, but, like, if he asked, I probably... He might. With Roberto, maybe. But the other barbers <laughs> ever have, like, I... It, the answer's almost assuredly no. And maybe he maybe he is waiting to serial kill me, and I just don't know. Like that, <laughs> there is the that, longest long there con is of that, all time. Well, no, because they're, like... That's the thing about this, right? About the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, is there is something uh, real about this. Maybe not in today's day and age, but in, like, Victorian London... You could kind of sort of see it happening. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, if, Jack yeah. the Ripper got away with it for and never got caught. Like, well, I mean, they even explain it in, in their, what is it, the, the meat, I don't remember the name of the song, but like, you just kill people and turn them into meat pies. Who's yeah. going to yeah. know? And they're only killing people that nobody's going to miss. Like, that's that's the whole yeah. Yeah. way of it. This is just so funny to me, Bobby. Do you tell do you tell your barber what the reason is when they, when no. No, I okay. no 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 no. What, what, I, what I say is no no. Oh, I, I'm just I, worried you're gonna kill me. That's no, all. no no no. I know my my, my, my response. Todd? My response is my response is no no. I I know how to do it. I just do it myself. It's easier for, my, for me to do it myself. I like. Oh it my, my god! Way. If I were a barber, I would just ask people like, "You ever seen Sweeney Todd?" As I'm about to like trim, trim their beard. Hey, do you like movies? <laughs> what's your What's your favorite scary movie? Yeah. Mine is Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yeah you fan of Stephen Sondheim? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, uh, speaking of Stephen Sondheim, how do we feel about the music in this movie? Fantastic! It's amazing, right? It's fantastic! Yeah. Sondheim, Sondheim's so good. Yeah. Um. um I think I have an appreciation more now for Pretty Women than I did back when I first saw this. I, I would agree with that. I like that piece a lot this time, and I kind just, of always was like, eh. yeah, I always was kind of like, I mean, this Pretty is the, this women. is this is the typical yeah. track, but I, I don't know if it's just watching it again. It's just like, oh, this is this is like a really well put together piece of music that like it's showing. You just how have much, a deeper appreciation well, for Pretty Women now. I, that's true. <laughs> He's he uh, uh, Alan Alan's a pervert confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Associates most with Judge Turpin. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, like that's something. Also, that I Alan Rickman. Yeah, great. Just well, dude, him. dude. Like, this is something that like like I I never realized until I think really recently. The most recent version of 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 me watching this show live, which was fairly recently, it was like within the last five years or something like that, right? I saw it and it was um and realizing that like Judge Turpin is like showing like is like is like showing off his pornography collection. <laughs> his like Victorian era pornography collection in yeah. this it's like it's like, I've like got it him, all. him just being a fucking giant perv, like to, yeah. and being like, I'm going to fuck my daughter. Like like you knew yep. that was weird, but then you combine it with everything else. It's just like Jesus, this dude's like like it, it makes him like like he was already killable because you know he did the rape, but like you know now he like oh, they just stack it on. Yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting. It's oh, very interesting. Was it's, he also sentences a child to die? Yeah, you know whatever. It's also interesting that like they 
he's such a villain like there's no redeemable qualities about this character no. at all <laughs> his redeemable qualities is he's played by alan rickman that's his redeemable <laughs> qualities entirely <laughs> alan, I, you know i'm trying to he is very good in everything yeah he is yeah yeah r.i.p to a goddamn real one for real though. i know like i know oh so but but yeah no the music in this is fantastic but like it's great yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, now yes how do we feel about johnny depp uh-huh as sweeney todd specifically when it comes to him being the singer it was i thought it was better than i remembered it being it's too high it's too i don't know what sweeney todd is supposed to sound like he's so lower He's lower. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I I have no. He's a baritone. I think for me, it's it feels... like all of this. All of this is meant to be lower, right? Like like Anthony is our also a baritoner, like which mm-hmm. is like. I think know. it feels more like just this is Johnny Depp. More. I was than... geeking on this episode. I I can't help it, man. I. <laughs> I, I've done so much musical theater. Like I, I put it off for the last two episodes. I know. I just, I love that. It, like it feels like it all. Like you bottled it all up, and you're like, okay, this is a musical. I really, really know, and it's all coming out. <laughs> I can't help myself. He can't necessarily bring it out next week. So like he's got to like right. if he was gonna get it all out. This is this is the week. I can I can bring it out next week. I've seen yeah, that movie. Sure, like, but I've is... seen that movie within a two year period. I saw that movie weekly for like six months. Sure, but this to get your yeah, stage I'm side dead out, ass. This has got to happen here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I didn't know that uh, Todd was a baritone. I just yeah. assumed he was yeah. you know a tenor like a T two or a T one, but. You know. No, they are. It makes me it makes me feel kind of the same way. <laughs> bringing this back to uh, Phantom, the first time that I saw when I uh, li- listened to the sh- to the actual like recording after seeing the movie with Gerard Butler's version, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is like in a completely different range that he couldn't have possibly hit." <laughs> it totally changed my view of the character, actually. Which I wonder if another take on Sweeney Todd would do that because I think that like the singing voice does a lot for that because it like puts you in you know a different frame of mind the big thing with those musicals too is like when so i saw rent with my sisters and my mom years Mm. ago and when we walk out of the show my youngest sister karen goes they sounded just like uh the characters in the show and i'm like well that's the beauty of music when you sing the same notes your voice may sound different but you will sound the same if that makes any sense yeah Yeah, you still sound like you yes you'll sound like (laughs) you but you're you will still you will sound so much more similar to the same no, like, person singing the same thing that like I understand where she what she meant when she said that you know what I mean yeah. and I feel like what you have in your head of Sweeney Todd compared to going to see the actual actual stage show if it's in a completely different octave basically maybe not completely different but relatively different that is going to give a different feel entirely. So, yeah, I like, do want I, to see the stage show. It, I wouldn't bad. say yeah, I wouldn't say it. it's an octable difference. I don't don't like take it like that. Like, but like it is. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> when you're hearing somebody who like he's like, singing soprano, it's actually a like part. Johnny Johnny Depp is probably a tenor singer. If we yeah, had to make absolutely. just based just based on like how his voice is again yeah. 
as a tenor myself, but like who can do who can who can do bass baritone and can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, um, flex. It, it, l- listen, it's my one time I get to do this on this, this show. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a dick about it. Like he's he's singing bass baritone, but he's not. Like it's the same right. thing. Like I could I could play Sweeney Todd and I could hit all the notes, but like would it be better for me to sing a tenor part? Yeah. But like also I'm also, you know, that's just what my voice sits better in a higher register than it does in a lower register. So I'll like there. So like when they do like but like that's the thing is like so much of this is like when they you know, they it's when they do like the uh the harmonies and things like that, like that's when it feels like Johnny Depp Sweeney Todd really shines. But a lot of the stuff where he's doing it on his own, you miss some of that like gravel and some of that grit that... and some of that like oomph that you might get in a stage performance or any other actor who can play the lower bit. Cause like when you're when you're when you're a higher when you're a vocalist whose register is better in that higher octave, this is the most musical we're ever gonna get on the Essential Scares podcast, but like it's harder to hit those like low notes with the power and the character that you're going to get that you might be able to hit in those high notes. And so like when you hear him hitting those, like um, those harmonies where he's the higher harmony compared to like Alan Rickman's lower harmonies and like pretty women, it's like, Oh man, that's really fucking good. And then you, and then you hear something else. It's like, it's like, yeah, but you're missing some of the character there. You're getting the character in the face because Johnny Depp knows how to act to a camera, but like you're not getting a lot of the character in the, in the vocals, which is what you want in a musical. Sure. Sorry, I have to do it. I'm no, I'm sorry. The, go listen. On. Don't be sorry. I just don't know how I just have nothing to say in response. <laughs> do you agree? I, do I, I you disagree? Possibly... I mean, I, how could I, how could I disagree, right? I mean, like, I think that you're, you know, I think that you're the core point of your statements are, are accurate and you're making a comparison to something of which I have no reference. So <laughs> tell me I, I'm I, right and good. I, tell me I'm right and good. <laughs> you're right and maybe good. Yeah, definitely right. But yeah, <laughs> are you ready to write, are, are you ready to write this bad boy? You know what? We are. Let's find out how good Bobby is. <laughs> um, so we rate movies on a scale of zero to five with half points allowed. And with that in mind, Bobby, what would you rate this movie? Honestly? Honestly. I, okay. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm always going to rate musical theater higher. I have a natural bias to it. I always have, always will be. Um, I really enjoyed this movie, despite, I think, me being the most critical out of all of us. Um, and I would say that Sweeney Todd, as a stage show, is one of those, like, perfect shows. It's really good. Mm. It's really fantastic. It keeps you It keeps you on the edge of your seat. This movie um, trims the fat at an already perfectly proportioned steak. So it loses point on the fat that it trims. I'm going to mm. give this a four out of five for that. It loses a point because some of the stuff I really like, and I can't, I, it's a bias thing, but I can't stop myself from being somebody who knows what I know. I'm so like, yeah. it, it, so it's really good. Um, 
every time I was about to say, I don't know uh, if I would have gone with this casting. They impressed me, like I said, even with Johnny Depp, who I think um, at the time was really, really hot. You know, now, obviously, he's got all those mutual abuse scandals going on with him and Amber Heard, both of them being people who probably should just be out of the spotlight and away from each other and learning their lessons from that for what it's worth. Um, but kind of moving forward from that, but like he was really, really hot. He was really, and I, I think even, I think he might've even been the weakest out of all of them when it came to the musical side of things, but the acting side of things, I mean, Johnny Depp's a great actor. There's no, there's no even challenging that. So there is, but every musical performance caught me and worked with me. There was just not enough, of the actual Sweeney Todd musical. So it's a four out of five for me, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Um, it is, I like your, I like your comparison about trimming, trimming the fat, right? I ended up liking this a lot. And one of the things that we, didn't discuss too much except for in the very beginning um and again in comparison to other musicals that we've watched is i really liked that this movie really took advantage of the fact that it was a movie uh the set the set design uh the camera angles you know the ways that they would have singular songs take place in like a lot of different venues you know something that like you maybe couldn't have done on a stage show um, I really, really like when movies take advantage of that, and I appreciated that. I know that there are things that are missed, but similar to when you're watching a movie that's adapted off of a book or something, and you haven't read the book, you don't know what you're missing. And I honestly didn't know what I was missing. Uh, despite all of that, I'm also going to give it a 4 out of 5. I think that Bobby's bias uh, ends up putting our scores at the same location. <laughs> I was pretty sure I was going to be higher than him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd give it a four out of five. I quite enjoyed it. And I think it was good. I mean, we didn't, we didn't really talk about it, but like, it is a well, it's a well done yeah, yeah, for sure. movie. Like it's for just, sure. it is a good film. And we, we passed over that to talk about some other things. That Un- unfortunately, Bo- being on Bobby Island twice means I fight you guys hard both times. <laughs> You fight us well, hard you know. both times to only have all three of us end up at the same four and a half out of five score. <laughs> you picked four I'm and a half. No, did you, are you oh, giving sorry. us four and a half? I meant to say four. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> oh. um, well, or no. <laughs> did your true heart speak from underneath you? I don't know. Is this Maybe. a four and a half? I yeah, feel no, it's a four. you <laughs> 4. But no, I think I think that this movie does a lot really, really, really well. Um, it's very enjoyable. It's an easy watch. Uh, I watched this on a plane, for example. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, I, I think it's... The whole... Where it kind of loses me a bit is really the whole plot with Anthony and Joanna. Because it just... It's, it's, almost like, there. it's almost like it's almost like there's there. another hour worth of show there but somewhere, well, but <laughs> and it's all that plot. <laughs> but what I'm saying it's is, it's a shocking like... amount of Joanna and Anthony is gone from the show. Yeah, <laughs> when when again you don't have that info from the stage show, I've not seen it either. I I look at that, and as someone who doesn't have that knowledge, I go, well, what else? What else was in the stage show that could have filled this time better? 
And that's kind of where, that's like the main hang up for me is it's like, I wanted, I, I, there's more here and whether it's a longer movie, which I'm more than willing to watch or different aspects of the show that are more centralized and focused, I think you have a better movie adaptation. Now, can you realistically do the show without them? I don't think so. Probably. Um, it'd be harder. I would imagine just because it seems like they're pretty important to what goes on, but they just, that, that kind of character arc of those two just felt was just lacking. It was, it, it felt like it was there because it had to, not because it was there to enhance the story. And to me, that's like not a, I mean, it is a, I mean, it's a point loss. Like that's a pretty big chunk to lose, but I think that it, it, it goes to show like adapting things is hard. Like <laughs> it is not easy yeah. to take a three and a half hour musical and turn it into uh, hour 46 or whatever this the runtime is of this show but you know for me it's a four lose a bit for that but very enjoyable absolutely would recommend you go and watch it it's fun nice um well hey the other thing that we do is discuss whether or not a movie is essential to horror as a whole um this uh section is completely spoiler free and if you skipped ahead, our scores were a 4 out of 5 across the board. Going in the same order as we gave the scores in, Bobby, is Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street, essential? I'd like to reiterate, as I've reiterated every time throughout this month of horror musicals, that I will be choosing, and we're getting close to the end here, one at the very least, sh- movie that we watched this month will be unessential. I'm just saying that right now. I think about Sweeney Todd, and I think of all the people that ever talked about, about this movie and talked about it as a horror movie and as a musical. And I will say this. No, Sweeney Todd is not essential to horror. It is essential to musicals, and I'm going to explain my reasoning why. Every person I've ever talked to who's either been a musical fan or a horror fan, they all love Sweeney Todd. It's great. It's brought more horror fans to musicals, and essentially, from my own personal experience with people, has brought almost nobody from musicals to horror. It's just gotten a bunch of people who like, like, dark horror stuff and like, yeah, I like sing-song stuff. I've never found a single... Maybe like, I should I've, check out some more of these. Yeah, I've never found a single person who's been like, yeah, I'm never going to watch a hostile movie, but I'll watch Sweeney Todd because that movie's got the jams. Like, like, that's how it's always been. So, no, it's it's an essential musical for sure, right? Because it's a, it, 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 it's a dark musical and it was a, it's it's a point in time it's had its revivals and it was it was evocative it was you know it was transgressive at the time it came out but it's not an essential horror movie because like it doesn't do anything from horror except for bring people away from it like because it, it's it's horror adjacent right most of besides besides maybe repo and uh, they're all horror adjacent Right, because they're music. No matter what you're gonna do, if it's a musical, it's always going to be the musical first. I'm sorry. Maybe that's me. Maybe we should do the essential musicals podcast, but I'm not. I'm not nearly qualified enough to do that, so we probably shouldn't. Uh, uh, I'm you're not. at least as qualified as you are to, to to do this podcast. Nah, 
but um coming at you 2023 <laughs> but i just i just don't see it i don't see it as being an essential horror movie i see it as being an essential musical i do i even see it as being an essential musical movie it's one of those movies that like if you're watching musicals it's something like it would like it it slots in really well i just don't see it being an essential horror movie i don't so no it's not okay um so i was really hoping that i would kind of find my answer along the way here <laughs> i've been wrestling with I this uh for a while um i'll say that before we started doing this month when we decided that sweeney todd would be the, the third movie i started kind of worrying about it then and i had kind of decided <laughs> in further in advance surely Sweeney Todd will not be essential. You know, I'd kind of had that set in the back of my mind. And the closer and closer we got to it, and the more of these other movies we watched, I started thinking, like, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe I will actually waffle back on this. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, like, this is great. I love the, I love this movie. I'd recommend it to anybody. Music is great. The blood is great. Like, it has a kind of a core horror element. But is it essential, you know? And I was still, like, unsure. And then we had the whole conversation about it. And sometimes you find it through the episode, you know? You talk about certain things. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm there. And nothing I th- nothing that we talked about today really changed the way that I felt about the movie. And I think in the end, I have to revert back to my gut feeling because when if you had just asked me at any point from when we started this podcast to a month ago, hey, is Sweeney Todd an essential horror movie? My answer would have been gut check, no. And I'd seen the movie many times, so I probably felt comfortable to say that. And then I waffled on it and I watched it and I wasn't sure, but nothing pushed me all the way over. So I think I have to say, no, it is not. But I did really, really like it. Yeah. I would definitely recommend it. And I do agree with Bobby that it is probably an essential musical movie. Um, but probably not a horror, an essential horror movie. Is it the best musical movie? No. No. God, no. What's the best musical movie? Uh, Grease is better. Phantom, I okay. think, is, I is better. Grease. The original Lion King? Yeah, li- a lot okay. of Disney musicals are I very good. I didn't think about Disney. My bad. Uh, think about like mu- music movie musicals that are made to be a movie first, where like it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Use your brain for five goddamn seconds. I've been sitting my here bad. racking my brain trying to figure out how I'm going to answer the question if this movie's essential. And did I just ask that question to drag out the time to maybe think a little <laughs> bit more, hoping you guys would go off a little more? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I think that this movie has everything that a horror fan realistically wants when they're going to sit down and watch something that is not necessarily horror when you traditionally go, ah, yes, horror. Because, you know, you don't necessarily think, oh, I'm going to have a bunch of people singing and there's going to be cheery tunes and, you know, whatnot. That's just not necessarily something that is immediately like, ah, this is what I associate with horror. But this movie can do that. Like, it brings those people in. They can watch that, enjoy it thoroughly. 
normies can watch this and enjoy it thoroughly because it's a musical, but it has some scary bits in it. The question is, though, which of those actually matters when you're talking about if a movie is essential to horror across everything that we think of as horror? And that's why I think this is so tough. Is it, it straddles the line. It, if this is a no, it is like, it's right there. It's the closest yes that'll ever get a no. And it's also the closest, uh, it's the closest yes that could maybe not be. Like, it, it's a weird place. At the end of the day, I also agree. I think it's a no. I think it, it, it just... It just doesn't, I think it just doesn't have the, what it, it's missing something to really bring it fully into the fold of like, yes, if you like horror, you need to see this. I think that's, that's, that's it. It's, it's not something you need to see, but you should see. And I think that is the kind of key factor difference. If it's something you need to see, horror wide. If it's something you should see, maybe it's not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, there it is. Three no's. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Well, you know what? Speaking of Disney's The Lion King 2019 featuring Donald Glover, what have you guys all been up to? I'll go first. Uh, I flew back into this country a week or so ago. Uh, actually, less than that. Uh, yeah. vacation was very fun. <laughs> Little background knowledge. We haven't talked in like, well, I mean, we've talked, but like, we haven't sat down to record the podcast in a bit longer than we usually do because I left and went on vacation. It was very We fun. banked them. Yeah, we did. It is what it is. You, sometimes you just got to do that. Um, I mentioned this to you guys, but I figured to let the audience know, I watched two phenomenal movies, uh, on the plane. Two movies you probably shouldn't watch on a plane though. So the first one was Sorry to Bother You. Um, watch that movie. Literally everyone go watch that movie. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, a guy has a hard time. It's, it's a very dystopian society. He gets a job at a call center selling things. Uh, and the whole goal is to become a power caller. And I don't, I will say nothing more than that. Watch the movie. It's very good. The other movie I watched that is incredibly inappropriate for a plane is Midsummer. Uh, one of those ones that... Stop uh, yourself right now. Midsommar. Mids- I'm sorry. Midsommar. Um, phenomenal. I mean... Out of all the things you said today, that was the most pretentious. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched the trailer, because again, I was trying to find movies to watch on the plane. I had, I had a good four-something hours flying. And so you spent three hours of it watching Midsummer. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it, it did no. You job. said it. You said it. You just said it. You just said it. You just said it like without <laughs> even trying to say it. So I'm not the pretentious one. I did. I did it for you. I've never said it that way before. <laughs> but how you supposed to say it? It's Midsummer. <laughs> I know that, but uh, I never say it that way. <laughs> it's like it's the witch. It's not the witch. Oh not the God. witch. Um, so you know, I, I I knocked that one off the belt. I feel like that was one of a like a modern horror movie that. I know is phenomenal, and I've, I've, oh yeah, everyone, anybody, anytime I've heard that movie spoken of, they're like, this is amazing, and I was like, okay, yeah. whatever, and I watched the trailer, and I'm like, okay, this is interesting, and then I, you know, yeah, phenomenal. I have movies. one, I have one question for you. Fire away. 
Was that your first Ari Esther horror movie? What else has he done? Have you have you he, seen? There's he, something wrong with the Johnsons or 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 Hereditary. Hereditary. I have yeah. not seen Hereditary. I know. I know. You Look, can watch. You can watch it right. You can watch there's something wrong with the Johnsons right now. It's like a 20 minute short film, and it's probably yeah. the most fucked out of all three of his movies. Hereditary, Hereditary I think, is on HBO Max. No. So. Okay. That's yeah. one I. That's another another modern horror. Uh, the the, the gotta. That's another one that I haven't seen. It's um, not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not the. Keep going. Yeah, but but yeah. So phenomenal movies. Uh, and I finally yeah. got the platinum and Elden Ring. Elden Ring did it yesterday. Finally, eighty five and a half hours later. So good. I love it. What are you gonna do with your gaming time now? So. You know, there's PvP that's really fun in Elden Ring. <laughs> you already got the Platinum. It's over. <laughs> well, but the PvP is its own thing. It's very Uninstall. fun. Uninstall. Um, Does it have a separate list of trophies? No, but some the... Games, some but games the, do that. But the PS4 version has its own, and I have it since I bought it on the PS5, so I want to get the the Platinum on the PS4 version Dude, well. chill. Remember, out. When, I, remember when you said you were going to wait game. a year to do that? You said you are going to wait a year. I did, <laughs> and then I downloaded it on my PlayStation 5 yesterday. Oh my god. You're an insane <laughs> Alan! Person. I love Dude, this game. chill! My it's god! so good! It's also the, the strange thing about the Johnsons. You can find it for free. Is that what it's called? The strange yeah. thing about it? It's not there's something definitely, wrong with Johnsons. I yeah. definitely thought it was called there's something wrong with the Johnsons. I know, so did I. But <laughs> if you if you I think you can find it on YouTube. I'm looking right now. Yeah. Well, there you you can, go. Yeah, it's 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 a half an hour long movie. Love that. It's twenty uh, minutes and seven seconds. Where where can we find you though? You can find Alan at a seal punter pretty much anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure he's frozen right now. In our I, th- Discord I think call. so. I think so. Well, hey, that's okay, though, because he's all done. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you can find me anywhere at Corbangarang. I have been uh, painting Warhammer, building Warhammer a lot. Um, I am two books deep into the 54-book Horus Heresy series. Will I read all 54 books? Before I started, the answer was a resounding no. Two books in, I'm thinking maybe yes. <laughs> There's no way they're all like high quality. There's no chance. And that's what I'm worried about because the first two are really good. They're and I'm like, okay, clearly yeah. they're not all good. I know people say some of them are really bad, but what's the ratio? You know, is it like 40 good books? 14 bad books i can deal with that over the is course like of 54 a, is like books, a you know? scale? Like, over the course of the rest of your goddamn life <laughs> yeah you know so let's figure it out here so anyway i know the first three are the really good ones so i'll read the third one um for sure and i'm also reading lord of the rings still uh working through i'm just gonna do all three books back to back super excited about that um and then recently i got into 3d printing which is kind of fun Hey-o. it's like its own hobby honestly uh, I got a resin printer a couple of weeks ago, uh, set it up, already have to replace some things because I'm a little bit of an idiot, but it has been very fun and I've already made my money back printing things, which is pretty cool. So, nice. Uh, really into that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can find me anywhere at Corbang Ring. Bobby? Um, you can find me best at twitch.tv slash the Red Weenie. I say it every week. Eventually I'm going to get the stream actually happening uh but you know we'll see if that ever does actually happen who knows maybe it will um uh mostly been playing 
outside of my normal life. Uh, I've been playing Elden Ring, probably going to, once I get off the call here and finish my own stuff, play uh, some uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Saga with my wife. Uh, We like playing couch couch co-op games together, so that's a fun way to do. We finished It Takes Two a little while ago. It was really, really good. Uh, Before that, we played through Cuphead, still waiting for that expansion to come out, the final expansion, so we could play through that together. Delicious Um, Last Course. 10 out of 10 name. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we're doing that. I'm also watching Better Call Saul. Um, we, we just started watching that. We're about a season through that. It's really, really good, especially if you like Vince Gilligan, and especially, especially if you like the Breaking Bad series. Um, all of it, really, really good. Really, really fun. Um, it's, it's always, you know, Vince Gilligan does a lot about the corruption of the, of the you know, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions type stuff, and it's very much that, so it's very fun with that. So, yeah. Nice. I'm just fully pretentious awesome. today. Pretentious Bobby came out hard. I, no, I love this. I love that. Sometimes been, it just been, has to happen. Pretentious Bobby's been bottled inside for a few a few episodes yeah. in a row. So sometimes, sometimes it's got to come out. Sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> why weren't you like... drinking red wine this whole time? We drank neat whiskey instead. Yeah. <laughs> because because I because I I'm I'm pretentious, but I'm also a toxic man. <laughs> toxic masculinity, pretentiousness. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, well, hey, you can find the podcast anywhere at Essential Scares. We're especially active on a Twitter. Um, and you can find our uh, link to our Discord and all of our other socials on any of our socials. We're on Discord every single day, and we'd love to chat. Uh, come on there and talk about movies, music, video games, whatever you like. Um, but with that, that's it for the week. Thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for enjoying the show. If you really enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate, subscribe, share with your friends. You know what to do, and it makes us happy when you do it. Um, Next week, we are going to be finishing off our musical April with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You can build it all the way to this one. I've never seen it before, and I'm very excited. Um, Thank you to Alan and Bobby for being on the show with me this week. I've been your host, Corbin, and this has been Essential Scares. Play that early 2000s break. Man.